2: really know how to start a podcast. Uh, I mean, I do it every week, but it's always really hard for me because I didn't write this one down. So I'm just going to go ahead and assume that we're recording now. Okay. Hey.
1: We're recording now. Uh, This is the first time we've recorded at Local Legends. Yeah. We should uh, probably say that.
2: Yeah, this is a big shout outs to Local Legends for letting us record this episode here. uh, Gaming Center, downtown Midtown, Kansas City. Fucking excuse me. Uh, It's a little live in here. So I'm going to do what we can to get the audio fixed up a little bit uh, after our recent recording issues where it defaulted to the laptop microphone. Yeah, I have been bad. very good to make sure that we did not do that this time. Yeah, that
1: was rough. All right, Cam, tell me what the purpose of this podcast is.
2: So uh, this is Challenge Mode. Uh, this is the show It uh, comes out every other week, mm-hmm. about Saturday usually. It's whenever we can get it up on the weekend typically uh it's a show where we like to go back and just kind of revisit some of our favorite games kind of approach them with a new kind of outlook uh in my case for today like reminisce on stuff that's important to us and kind of take a deeper dive into that maybe explore just anything about games games culture people who make the games people who make parts of games just really kind of whatever deep dive whatever we want it's just a less topical gaming show it's uh it's a good time. So thanks everyone for hanging around. Uh, we got Thomas here. Obviously, he's been talking. Hey, that's me. Uh, we got Lang here. What's going on? It's all good. Yeah, it's all good.
1: Mm-hmm. Lang, uh, welcome back. You're on an episode of the Gamer Heroes podcast with the two of us. Yeah, way back in the day of uh, like a month or two ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like yesteryear.
2: Yeah, uh, all the way back. And God, this year has just been exhausting.
1: You know what we're going to have to do is eventually we're going to have to get a real studio. Because we now, now that we're recording here in Local Legends Ooh. Gaming. Check um, them out.
2: They're on Facebook. Yeah, go the check
1: player. them out. That's where we have our Wednesday meetups. It's a pretty cool place. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we've recorded in three different places. Mm-hmm. We gotta we gotta find a home. We do. You just moved. I'm about to move. Yeah. And uh, man, it, it's hard. But recording a podcast turns out pretty difficult. It, it turns like, out... A little bit more work than you would expect. It's like scheduling a D&D session. Oh, absolutely. Like, you have to have multiple sessions planning the session.
2: Yeah, so, like, a little bit of transparency here, and I know this is totally not what the episode is about, but who cares, uh, we recorded the first three episodes of Challenge Mode pretty much in the same day, and then we just hadn't met for like months. That's <laughs> yeah, been a minute. We, we've just been trying to like get together and record more but like it just never lined up with all three of us.
1: We we tried to record uh, several weeks ago at this point mm-hmm. and everything was, our, our schedules finally were synced up so we we're gonna be able to record and a few hours before I messaged the group and I was like I absolutely 100% cannot record because I'm sick as hell and I will get you sick like no questions asked so we we're like alright that was on a Thursday so. Anyway, fast forward to the weekend. It's uh, Jimmy's birthday. We got together for a get-together. Well, you know I got him sick at that birthday party. Oh, you... So, yeah. totally I'm, defeated I'm the purpose.
2: i didn't get sick at that birthday party. Honestly. I'm surprised like. more
1: people did not get sick. Yeah. So, man, that was just a bummer. I, we skipped the episode, trying not to spread the plague, and it uh, didn't matter. Yeah.
2: So, now we're here. We're like a few weeks late, but that's okay. And, Whatever. Uh, and yeah.
1: now we're here to spread the plague of Persona 4.
2: Yeah. Right? So, I wanted to talk today about... Uh, not only a game that's just super incredibly important to me, uh, but a game that was the first game that I ever had just an intense, like an emotional reaction to. Uh, up until that point, I had always been, I just kind of took people at their word when they're just like, oh, these games are art, they're big, like moving pieces and everything. And up to this point, like, I played Journey and I thought Journey was like super cool, it was fine, you know. But uh, the year was 2013. Um, and I, uh, I was looking for some stuff to play on my PlayStation Vita, you know, which uh, is a question that every Vita owner has asked pretty right. much the entire time. What am I supposed to do with this thing? Right, exactly. Uh, so I had a lot of people talk to me about this kind of cool JRPG, Persona 4 Golden, which is a remake of, like, it's like a quote, definitive edition, you usually to like a game of a year with like a bunch of other games and stuff like that. But this one is just kind of a from-the-ground-up remake, almost. Like, some of the voice actors are different. Um, they added on, essentially, an entire other third of the game to the end of it, which is cool.
1: All right, all right. So, before we get into the Wii 2. Yeah, yeah. So, Persona 4 Golden yes, is a remake of Persona 4. Kind of. It's like the definitive edition. Okay, so do you think that started, like, heralded the start of this age we live in where they're not quite remakes, they're not quite remasters, no, they're it, not quite Game of the Year editions? I think... That,
2: like, the concept of a, like, Game of the Year edition where you have everything in one complete package definitely was around before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlas and specifically, like, the Persona team do it in kind of a weird way. that's You see a lot with some, like, JRPGs. Like, Dragon Quest XI is doing it this year. Uh, Persona 5R just got announced, which is going to be, like, the, quote, golden version of that game.
1: Of course, I, you know, disclaimer, I don't know anything about Persona at all. Except yeah. it has a great soundtrack. It has a great soundtrack. That's straight up all I know. And the art looks cool. But I am ignorant as hell. I don't know anything about Persona. Yeah, so let, tell you what, let me just
2: start at the beginning. I took some notes here because I right. wanted to take this one a little seriously, you know? Uh, so Persona, uh, Persona 4, I guess in particular, it's a turn-based RPG, but like half of the game is spent like going through these dungeons and fighting what these demons called shadows. And the other half of it, you're just like a regular high school kid and you're just like taking tests and like studying for your exams and maybe you'll like go hang out with your friends over lunch or you like date people like it's half social sim and half dungeon crawler Mm -hmm. but like it's really kind of neat uh so like your character is in the game doesn't actually have a name later on they gave him a name because there's
1: an anime a bunch of fighting games wait 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 no slow this down you can't just (laughs) say all those things Mm -hmm. what in the world do you mean so what 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 would you have a question about i guess (laughs) (laughs) that's a great question okay Um, okay so in what game are you saying at the beginning of all Persona or the beginning of Persona 4
2: so I've only played 3, 4, and 5 okay but you basically start out as like the premise is always the same across all of them like you're a new student to this area and you are named whatever the hell you want to be because you're designed to kind of just play as
1: yourself and like I mean, make it those a, decisions. A Zelda thing where you're like, my name is Teabag. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you absolutely name your character. Okay. Like,
2: canonically, they have a name because they did like animated series for all okay. of them, and yeah, fa- then they found were like, out,
1: uh, after two full playthroughs of Undertale, that your character, who you name, actually has a name. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of the same thing here. Uh, but you're like a transfer
2: student from the city. Your parents left the country for an entire year and just like shipped you off to your
3: uncle in this small town. Fantastic. That's that's parenting right there. Oh, it's
2: really just (laughs) bad parenting. Uh, But whenever you arrive, like you start going to school, things seem weird. There's this thing called the Midnight Channel, which is like this urban legend where if it's raining at midnight, then your TV is just going to come on on its own. And it's going to show this, like, staticky screen. And then it's going to show you, I think it was, like, your true love or something. It's been a minute since I've, like, played the start of this game.
1: But I'm on board with all this.
3: Yeah. I actually love this kind of At thing. At first, yeah. I was like, oh, this is, like, some ring thing. A little girl's going to run out of a TV and murder you. But <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds a lot better. It's kind of yeah, actually... The
2: first ten minutes of the game, you die. So it's actually kind of like that. So the... But true
3: love versus a little girl that murders you. Right. A little better. So a little eventually
2: better. you, yeah. like make a couple friends and then you guys are like talking about the midnight channel everybody's gossiping in like this small town high school and you see this one girl this like upperclassman she appears on the midnight channel and then like a couple days later she just turns up dead
3: Ooh.
2: so classic you and like your your friends essentially for the rest of the game are just trying to like alright cool oh, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself I'm sorry uh, so you, I'm here for it though okay great so you, like, touch the TV, and your hand goes through it, which is a weird thing. So you're like, what What the hell is going on? That is a weird thing. Yeah. i
1: say the last time that happened to me, I freaked out.
2: So then you, like, the rest of the game, you and your friends, like, get the power to go into the TV, and you awaken to a Persona, which is essentially a Pokemon. Like, it, you basically collect Personas and, like, fuse them to make more Personas, uh, and do, like, cool turn-based combat with said Personas, uh... Yeah, so I think like the murder mystery aspect of it is really cool. It was like a really kind of gripping thing. Obviously not the thing that I got the most out of. And this is in which one?
1: Four. Okay, sorry, I'm gonna ask that like nine more times. That's okay.
2: So if I talk about about, four
1: is the main mystery of the game for the whole game. Trying to solve that mystery? Like you're yes. trying to solve that murder? Yeah. yeah,
2: you and your friends basically bond over and like the main device driving the plot forward is the fact that somebody is fucking murdering people in this small town and you are trying to figure out why.
1: Ooh, do more people appear on the TV? Yes. And yeah, they die later on?
2: Uh, that depends. That's ah. up to you. But if that oh. does happen, it's a game over. Okay, well, Oh, I was going to say,
3: if it depended on me, right. everyone well, would have died well,
2: anyways. Well, going from that point on... <laughs> no hope. Without getting into the risk of spoilers, most of the people who appear on the TV are party members that you're going in to rescue.
1: Okay. Oh. So yeah, like, essentially... So like a recruitment. Right.
2: So they eventually, like, figure out, like, somebody's throwing people into the TV, and then you're basically trying to figure out who the fuck it is, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but, Spoiler alert. It's actually
3: you the whole time! Oh my
2: god! <laughs> uh, so, like, I think the personas have, like, a cool design. Uh, a lot of them are just based on, like, Japanese or different, like, types of mythology of the world. And that's handled really well. Everything's got this really kind of neat art style. Like, the game is also super stylized, not to the extent that you would see, like, in Persona 5, because obviously that game is just style personified, you know? Ah, but I'm... Hey. Uh, But it's got this, like, kind of neat little style. The music in it, as I've alluded to many times, uh, fucking slaps. And I would say, and I'm going to put it on record on this podcast, um, music in Persona is kind of, like, my favorite video game music, and I would say it is the fucking slappinest.
3: Ooh, okay, so, okay. Yeah.
2: That's, that's write that one down. For I you. will. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's yeah, what gosh. the kids say
3: nowadays. The slappinest, the right, slappinest.
2: Right. So like, yeah, like talking about the music, I've just really like I still listen to it just casually all the time, and I still like kind of have the same emotional reactions that I get from just how much I absolutely love this game. Uh, it's got like just really cool style. Um, I was really fucking impressed with how well they handled, like, integrating that stuff into the recent Smash Bros. DLC.
1: Because
2: Joker from Persona 5, who is the main character, is a fighter. And they added, like, four or five songs from 5, and then they added, like, three songs from 4, and then, like, two songs from 3. Which I thought was just a really cool, like, nice homage, you know? My voice just cut out there.
1: Uh, Yeah. So so Joker's the first... Yes. Like, I, I had seen... Oh, sorry about that. So I had seen when Persona came out, Several people whose opinions I respect in the video game community really enjoyed that game. But I've seen games like that, and uh, the the people who have explained that to me, I've been like, "All right, this is a game I want to watch." Like, uh, I'm not a big JRPG guy, Mm -hmm. uh, but I tell you what. the, the style that comes off of every I mean even the most barren snapshot of that game mm-hmm. is is gorgeous even uh, for for a minute there there were memes all over the place that from five show like the UI for choosing yeah and like the combat and or, stuff like yeah. that
2: just around like different characters I saw like Mo from The Simpsons and I thought that was the funniest <laughs> yes, shit I know yeah. exactly what you're talking oh about my God.
1: I love that because I didn't even see the combat in the game but th- because that menu like and nothing else told me that it was Persona but because that the style in five is so unique to that mm-hmm. i immediately knew what it was by the the color scheme and by the, all the rights on it and, stuff. Right. and man that just that's being true to your brand like that that i hadn't even seen that before and immediately knew that that was from like combat in that mm-hmm. game. and I, i'd never even seen combat uh so like for sure as an outsider they are nailing it i mean that that I don't know about the rest of the series, but certainly five. I I would say, like
2: even like four and three. Obviously, those are the only ones that I can speak to. I fired up the first one a little
1: bit, but it is very tough to play. Uh, Dude, there's so many series like that, like Grand Theft Auto. Sure, just nah. That's because GTA
3: One is like top down,
1: right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even the Fallout games. mm -hmm. uh, I never went back and played Diablo One. and Started on two, but there are so many series where, like, when you get into them and they're already that far in, once you go back. Right. Past the start right. point even Mass Effect Fantastic Trilogy. That first the one's hard fourth to play. one doesn't exist. That first one <laughs> uh, Actually, I haven't played it so I, I can't really rip on it, but the first one if you don't start there
2: tough. It's it's really hard to go back. It's Absolutely. very difficult to go back and I made the mistake of playing Four then five and then three which don't by the way. Yeah, that's that sounds terrible you, you had a thing you wanted to bring up? Playing oh, that?
3: what yeah. I was gonna bring up was uh, so when did the first game come out? So the first Persona game?
2: uh i have no idea let me look that up real quick uh because that was a playstation one game uh and all of them up to persona 4 golden are technically like offshoots of the shin megami Tensei franchise which is oh yeah
3: smt yeah
2: Um, oh it's the first game when did it come out sorry i know this makes for great content Uh, Originally released for the PlayStation in Japan and North America on 1996.
3: 1996. Okay, so um, since we're talking about the uh, soundtracks to the series here, um, one thing that I always found really interesting about a lot of games and their soundtrack is, like, the transition from, like, old school, like, they were essentially chiptune mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. to now modern day where they actually have a full-blown or- orchestra. And, of course, even in the middle when they were, like, MIDI, so it was, mm-hmm. like, a fake orchestra. Sure. Like, half orchestra, half chiptune. Like, Is that kind of like how they handled the music? Like, I guess if it was from 96, it'd be more of the MIDI style than the actual old 8-bit music? Right.
2: So I... The version that I'm playing of the first one, or have played, I, I fell off of it pretty hard because it's very... It is a product of its time, for sure. Uh, it. The, I'm playing the PSP remake on my Vita. So I don't know if the music was kind of up but it still kind of has that same kind of core style. Like, if you listen to any song in Persona 3 4 or 5 like they all I don't really know what it is about it but all of them feel like they're part of that franchise like they have this kind of like core almost like over the top really just kind of cool feeling yeah. which really just kind of personifies that entire series just
1: before we hit, you know, were you know when we're setting up I played some of the Persona uh, soundtrack off of YouTube which mm-hmm. Bummer is on Spotify, like actual bummer. Uh, yeah,
2: you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: Persona Five is one of the only soundtracks, besides some Zelda tunes, that mm-hmm. I've had to go to YouTube to look for. Yeah. Uh, but I pulled it up, and immediately it was like, oh, this is definitely Persona. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. That checks out. With yeah. what I know. The, just uh, Shoji
2: Meguro, who's the like main composer, and I think he directed a couple of the earlier ones as well. He just has this really cool, distinct style and knows exactly kind of what he wants with the Atlas sound team and what that sounds like. And all of them have this kind of cool, distinct genre feel to them. Like 3 is more focused, like it's kind of a like a hip-hop style. Like there's a lot of rap in Persona 3, which is great. Is then, it actually great? It's actually great. I really like it a whole lot. And then 4 is got more of like an upbeat, kind of aj poppy kind of feel to it. Okay. Uh, and then 5 is very... Like almost an acid jazz,
3: kind of a like underbelly, cause like you're a fucking thief, you know? Yeah, Yeah. so, I mean, honestly, that's kind of like talking about your favorite artists and Mm -hmm. them trying to experiment with slightly different genres, even though you can tell that they have, it's pretty much the same consistent style, Mm -hmm. with slight modifications and variations throughout their albums.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they, in the recent, like, announcement trailer for the remake of Five, like, they put out the new, what I'm assuming is the new opening theme song. I'm like, yeah, no, this fits right the fuck in. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, great, cool, more of that. Let's let's give it to me, you know? Yeah, so, like, moving on from the music, which I think is really cool and definitely a big staple of what makes the series so cool, uh, I really enjoy the kind of meat and potatoes of the social simulator side of things in Persona 4. It's called the social link system, where essentially you have these ranks that go up the more you spend time with different characters in the game. You it's like, a cool what? level. Kind of. It's basically just, like, hey, you are now at, like, bond level four with this person. Mm-hmm. And I really, really kind of liked that it essentially rewards you for, like, digging into the backstories and, like, learning more about these characters. And, like, most of the female characters in it you can, like, enter a relationship with, which is neat. Cool. Yeah, it's a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed... it. It felt like you were essentially rewarded in-game for like digging into these characters and like spending time with them getting to know kind of the world because like with just kind of their experience and their perspective also comes with some like cool world building stuff because i think they do a fucking excellent job of really realizing what it's like to just live in a small town where just absolutely everybody knows each other Mm -hmm. Um, i'm not from a super small town but uh there's a big group of people in my hometown that absolutely know every single thing about everybody at all
1: times you know (laughs) right all right yeah yeah you're the person like you go to the sh- the grocery store, and if you want to get the dirt, you just hang out for a minute.
2: Oh god, going to going to Walmart with my parents is an absolute fucking nightmare. <laughs> we we go for one thing and stay for like an hour and a half. I can't do it. It checks out. Love you, mom. I know you're listening to this. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, like as those ranks go up, each of them is assigned a different arcana, and it's just like they're assigned, like, this person is, like, this tarot card arcana. Like, you have, like, the Fool, you have, like, the Tower, the Hanged Man. Like, actual tarot cards, like, those are... I don't want to say types, because there's also, like, type matchups, but that's, like, kind of their classification. And each there's a bunch of different personas in that type of classification. And once you, like, get to a certain level, if you fuse a persona of that, like, classification of that arcana, then you are kind of rewarded for having spent this much time with that person, and you get this massive fucking experience boost to your newly fused persona, so you can get a much stronger persona than the one that you're trying to get. So the game does reward you for like actually putting in the work and doing that. It's also not really a requirement. I don't know if you can get through the game without doing it, because I wouldn't want to. Yeah. but it It's a challenge mode. Sure, yeah.
1: (laughs) Man, give this man a beer. (laughs) You did.
2: Yeah, at the very beginning. Yeah, so I think uh, the thing that Seriously. really appeals to me a whole lot about it is, and the like, my biggest takeaway and why this game means so much f- to me is just the fact that I really, really became attached to these characters incredibly quickly, like way quicker than I thought. Whenever I first fired the, when I first fired up this game, I basically just laid on my couch in my apartment and just. You know, played on a portable system for like 90 hours straight.
1: Oh god! <laughs>
2: That's I, I just like, it, I got it over you, the you summer. Could said,
1: you could have said 10 hours or even like 12 hours straight and I would have been like, oh yeah. I mean it wasn't like actually 90 hours straight. No, 90 like, hours
2: straight, no bathroom breaks. For like two weeks. All I would do is just like, I would lay on the couch and just play this fucking game. I would go to work and I had like a cushy library job so I just played Persona at work. Like, it just that, kind of dude, took like, over my life in a way an that... That's Yes, right, seriously. Totally. Uh, it took over my life in a way I really did not expect it to. Um, there had been friends of mine who, for years, tried to get me into this series back when they were on the PlayStation 2. Like, back in 2008. Uh, my friend Willow was like, hey, you should check this game out. And I, like, vividly remember watching him do combat... Uh, watching her do combat out of that, excuse me. And just, like, I would watch him like, man... I don't really care about this. Like, I, like, <laughs> That's I, how I feel in was, all it was, kind of, it was kind of cool, but I'm like, ah, whatever. Like, I don't really think it's that interesting. And then I picked it up, and I'm like, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. And then uh, another friend of mine, Tyler, in college was like, you need to play this fucking game. And I'm like, yeah, I might get around to it. And then like, after I finished it, I like, I remember sitting at lunch with him, and we were just talking about it for like two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, the characters really appealed to me a whole lot. And like the dynamic between you and just all of your friends uh, because they're all just kind of about positivity in spite of this very clear shitty situation where people's lives are in danger. They're always just like, yeah, we can do this like almost to the point of annoyance a little bit. Uh, but I feel like it's handled relatively realistically. Um, I really kind of appreciated that. There were a lot of times where you like saw these characters like kind of be broken down and actually whenever you do go into the TV light spoilers to rescue like some of the like these party members um in order to actually get them you face their shadow which is uh in like I don't know if you guys are familiar lightly at all with Jungian psychology and the persona and the shadow. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Explain for the other people who aren't in this room who definitely don't know what that is. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Is that you? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. Uh,
2: (laughs) So like a persona is like the personality that you project to others. So it's like who you are as a person and how you are around those people. And the shadow is kind of like the exact opposite of that. It's like the personality that you like... You like really kind of regress and you like hide away. Like, so, you like Celeste? Totally. Like, it's very much like that. Cool. Uh, and you. Celeste,
1: so brand new game. First one, first uh, work in the history of humanity to ever do something yeah, like that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first one to invent the double jump, also.
1: Ah. Um,
2: yeah, so you will find. Uh, like, you're going through and you're fighting shadows and you're fighting essentially like your friend's shadows is like this big boss for this dungeon and then that like rescues them
1: i've always wondered Mm because i've heard about like basically you do that you like get into somebody's head or something and you do a dungeon and i i always hear about like the end of the dungeon is the thing it's like the big bad is like the actual persona or whatever but what is the rest of the dungeon
2: is it a puzzle are you fighting so the dungeons in four are not great Like, just full stop. They are not really that fun to explore. Random encounters? There are... So you can see the enemies pop up, and you can, like, attack them to get, like, advantage in a fight. Uh, But they do randomly pop up. It's kind of like in the new Pokemon game. Let's go. Like, they just kind of appear on the world, and then you can attack them, or they, like, attack you. Nice. Uh, But you're essentially going through, since you, like, found them on the Midnight Channel, uh, you go into their dungeon. So, like, one of the first ones is, like, this castle, and, like, one of your... Main party members, like the first person that you rescue, uh, her name is Yukiko. Uh, she basically is this, like, really kind of reserved, like, almost professional girl. Like, she helps her family run the local inn that is, like, a big staple of the economy of this town. And you, like, she essentially is just like, I'm tired of doing all the work. Like, I want this, like, hot and sexy prince to come get me. And it's like, the shadow version of her is obviously doing all of this and, like, and, like, kind of egging people on and, like, showing all this stuff on the Midnight Channel. And you're going through essentially a dungeon castle that is like created of like her like deepest desires that she is like pushing away that like every single dungeon and like every party member that you rescue like you're going through like their kind of a version of hell like their like shadow where it would be at you're seeing them kind of at their lowest and like the worst parts of them and then once you like kind of overcome that threat and then they like recognize like hey this shadow is just, like, who I am. That's part of me. Like, that's okay. They accept it. They then get their persona. They are considered rescued. And, like, everybody is just, like, super cool. Yay, awesome. We're happy. We get you out of here. But the, the part that really appealed to me thematically is just the idea of just, like, you have all of these people willing to go through all of these lengths of everything that you think is just absolutely the worst shit about you. And they just still accept you no matter what. And they help you, like, overcome the struggle. And that's a very big recurring theme in this game is the fact that friendship and your bonds and like your strength and i know it's a total like japanese like animation and japanese rpg like stereotype of like how friendship overcomes all but like this one really kind of set it home for me like the fact that your support system whenever you really need it is really kind of if you if it's all you have then you're going to be fine Mm -hmm. and that that really resonated with me a whole fucking
1: lot uh that's pretty cool yeah yeah. uh you know i not to talk about my other stuff but i had a game experience recently that was Mm -hmm. like that where it's just like oh man oh my buddies are here yeah you know and that was so rewarding like it's nice when you play through a game that has that it creates an ensemble right and uh you know with the game how long is persona 4 i know 5 is like 100 hours
2: 4 is about that it's a little bit shorter i also played golden i don't know how long the base persona 4 is uh but i i think my first playthrough ended up finishing up at about like 80, 90
1: hours. Cool. Well, yeah. I mean, you spend you spend all that time with these characters. So, you know, that is not that is no small amount of time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in all honesty, and this sounds goofy. It is. But you play a game like that and you're going to spend more time with any of these characters. If you're going to spend more time with them than some of the people you know in real life who you probably see on a regular basis. Oh, oh I know it. <laughs> yeah. So, that's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, you really do feel like, uh, you know, that that you've made friendships
2: along the way. No, like, this game is... That's a true
3: journey, or the true reward.
2: And, like, you're totally joking, but, like, this game is (laughs) absolutely about, like, the friends you made along the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, like, you see just since so the game takes place, like, over the course of one year. Like, you were basically there for your entire stay in Inaba after your parents just, you know, ship you off to this fucking podunk town. And then from <laughs> whenever you, funny. like, go to the train station to go back home. And, like, that's
1: when the credits roll. Uh, but what, that's funny that, like, you do all that stuff and you're like, hooray, everyone's happy. Now I'm going to go back to my family who hates me. Totally. And I
2: think they handle that really well. And I do not want to spoil this for anybody. Because if this at all sounds remotely interesting to you, like I absolutely need you guys to play this game. (laughs) Uh, But uh, they do just such a good job of like building that team camaraderie and like building up those bonds to where everything, nothing really feels forced. Um, You like hang out with like one person and then, your team just like slowly gets bigger and bigger and you're like hanging out with people individually or you like see other people hanging out with other people and that's just kind of a cool thing. But you all meet up at this food court at the local mall and that's like your quote, base of operations. And just, you guys sit around there and use bullshit and then you're just like, all right, cool, let's go into the TV. We gotta rescue this dude and go
3: fight fucking demons, you know? Yeah. Okay, so actually I got two two questions. Okay, so hit me. The first one is, this thing actually, I guess it's not really a question, it's a side monologue. Um, <laughs> It sounds a lot like Fire Emblem. Like, the whole support stuff. And in fact, I always was wondering why, because the new one, have you guys seen anything about the new one? Uh, Three Houses? Yeah. One? yeah it's been like, a little bit about it. Yeah, it's yeah. like set in an academy, so it's like a school setting. Like, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. so many people say, oh, we Persona now. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Right. But yeah. now I totally get it. Yeah, especially yeah, because, yeah. like, the 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 bond forging is, like, very similar to their support structure. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, if you put certain characters together, they uh, you get a lot of... Synergies, And most importantly, it is a massive eugenics simulator. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, you will... Well, at least the way I play it is I optimize everything extremely hardcore. Oh, you're the rule with an iron fist kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Um, So that's actually really fascinating. The second thing, though, is it's actually very similar to that. Um, I feel like in Fire Emblem, the whole social non-combat form has become way too tedious. And I really just want to, like send my army out and murder some people Mm -hmm. so uh does the social part become like really tedious does it like affect the flow of the game so the
2: way that the game kind of flows and the way that it actually like you kind of calculate your playthrough is it's on a calendar system so you start out I want to say it's April 22nd that could be wrong but like you just spend That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
1: ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. website for details. And each and every day, you get like an action that takes time during the day, and an action that takes time during the evening, and then you like go to school the next day, and then you have another action after that, and then you have an action in the evening, and it's very segmented and broken off like that. Um, I never really got tired of, like, finding things to do, like exploring that town and, like, spending that time with those people. If anything, I think the combat is probably the most repetitive part of that game. Uh, yeah. The 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 way the combat works in Persona, at least from 3 on, I have not really played a whole lot of 1. Uh, but the way that it works is, like, you have, like, your type weaknesses and stuff like that. And you have your, like, your party of 4, and then you got... These personas that you're fighting, uh, these shadows that you're fighting, excuse me. And if you like, if somebody's weak against ice, and you cast an ice spell on them, then they go down, and you actually get another turn. So you, if you like, if you keep repeating that and like take down the entire enemy team, uh, you essentially do what I think is hilarious and also super effective. You just rush in and beat the shit out of them. (laughs) Like no joke. Like you just like (laughs) run in and just everybody just beats the shit. Exactly. Like you, you guys have played. The Joker DLC in Smash?
3: Uh, yes. Sure. So
2: so his final Smash is that. It's an all-out attack where he, like, rushes uh, in okay. and then, like, you see, like, the four people flash and then, like, just, like, shoots all over the fucking place. That's how it looks in five. You just rush in and beat the shit out of them because they're helpless got him. And, and that's really cool. <laughs> Wait, so who are you fighting? Are you fighting people? or are you're, you fight- you're fighting like these like shadows. Sh- these shadows okay, these, so like- it's shadows all over. Sure. Yeah. Like uh, you are essentially only fighting shadows.
1: I, I feel less bad about that. Yeah. I, no like no. I, I definitely condone murder in video games, but something about beating the crap out of some people as a team.
2: No, you just like rush in and beat up like one of them looks like a fucking table. You just beat up a table,
1: <laughs> you know. That's cool. You fulfill that,
3: yeah, that fantasy. Oh, I was gonna say it reminds me of that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure meme where like it's two guys beating up on a guy, and a third guy's just like sitting here, it's at oh, a yeah. cafe, and suddenly he joins in and beats on the guy too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's really good.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I just think like the combat is fun and it's engaging, but it definitely does get a little bit old. Um, it's a little bit of a grind to play this game. Definitely not as much as it was in three um my phone just turned off so So like qll updates sure yeah and and this is also like the golden version so it's like the most refined version of four and five improved on it even further uh so like five if you want like the best playing one it's
3: absolutely the best one to start with i think that makes sense though like when you said uh combat's the most repetitive just because like That's what I feel about most JRPGs, is, like, I just associate JRPG combat with grinding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and
2: so, like, your party members all, like, they have their own personas, but, like, your special ability as, like, the main character is you get a whole fuckload of personas, and you can just swap between them. So, like, you can... Essentially, it's, it's not really OP, just because, like, you're... Teammates are set to like certain types, and also if you get
1: oh, no, no, I just mean in the world of Persona, oh, your dude is OP. He's everybody else rolling out one, and uh, he's like, oh, I got like nine. The
2: main character in all of them is just like, fuck it, I can have 12 of them, you know, whatever. You know,
1: main characters, am I right? Right, yeah, but uh, I forgot the point I was trying to make.
2: Oh, yeah, if like you get hit by a weakness thing, you're knocked down also, so like the the. Like that and the one... table
1: and all the chairs and oh, all
2: they will, the lampshades. They'll straight up fuck you. Like it's
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> okay, not like oh, that.
2: Right. This game is rated M, so uh, yeah. Uh, just kind of going forward from that. Like I think <laughs> the like kind of touching back on the relationships and everything. I I think the relationships are absolutely the strongest part of that game. Um, it was looking back. It's like also to get like super personal here because that's what the show is about. Uh, looking back, uh, I think the, like, couple of, like, romance options that I, like, kind of played around with and explored a little bit, they felt a lot more genuine than, like, at, at the time, I was not in a good place in a relationship, and it was kind of an almost an escape for me that I was just kind of subconsciously seeing, like, okay, well, I can just spend
1: some time in this, like... I could just ship myself off to a faraway digital small town. Right,
2: right. And, like, have these, like, friends who, like, are genuinely, like, really interested in hanging out with me. And Not to say that I didn't have that at a time, but you know, depression is a bitch and it'll do that It to is.
1: You. you know, I mean, I had... Uh when I played Mass Effect, that's what I went to that game for. Sure, because I was like, "Oh, I can actually talk to these people, and the more I talk to them, the more they tell me." Right, like a real conversation.
2: Yeah, and that, it's exactly the same way here. And like, just even like the romance option that I did end up pursuing, um, everything felt like super genuine and good. And like, a, there was a big part of me that was just like, "Man, like, why can't I have this in real life with what I have now?" And it was like very much a form of escape and looking back I'm just like man I really should have kind of done something about that and maybe I'd be better off than <laughs> yeah but easier said than done sure right like obviously you can't control that and I got to where I am now because of everything that I have gone through up to this so point. what you're
3: really saying is that the game as a whole is your shadow realm hmm interesting alright <laughs> maybe because it's like you're like deep subconscious what you like wish for as an ideal, like, undercut of, or, or like, an underlying symbol of who you are. Yeah,
2: and I, I, I think I agree with you to an extent. I think I agree with you more in the sense of, like, in, like, actual Jungian psychology, like, a shadow doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. But, like, in Persona 4, like, your shadow is a fucked okay. up part of okay. you. <laughs> or, like, just this of you that has these like feelings that you feel are very negative it's and like it's you except your feet are backwards it's really spooky <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah um but i uh, just like building up with all of that and you see you spend so much time with these characters like obviously it's the court over the course of an entire year and the best parts of that game are honestly like cool you had this big boss fight but they almost feel like uh just these kind of like gameplay checks to make sure that you're still kind of paying attention uh, the best parts of that game are like just... Like a quick
1: time event kind of thing? Yeah, it,
2: it sort of, except with a lot more button presses. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it very much feels like you get to know these people because everything, like I said earlier, just kind of comes up organically and like it feels like it's actually growing. You're adding new people. People are hanging out. And the best parts of this game, absolutely, are just the times where you and your friends are just like, hey... like. We, we, just, we just rescued this person. Let's go celebrate Like, this person runs an in. Let's just stay here for the night and just all hang
1: out with each other. Or like, hey, that's let's... That's cool. I like that. Let's, I like... It's, yeah. it's like the world exists, like our characters exist outside of combat.
2: Right. No, and that's basically like this entire game. Um, everything is just all about like you and your friends like being there together for each other no matter what and... It really was a super important game for me to play at the point that I did. Um, I think, like I said, it was like the first game that actually like super like emotionally resonated with me to the point where like, yeah, I went through the final credits and was just fucking crying my eyes out because I do not want to get into it. But like your character is only there for a year and it very much feels like, okay, like obviously like you're going to leave, you know, Mm -hmm. that's like. Like one of the first things that you know in this game, and uh, it it very much feels like you've spent all this time together like you have been hanging out with these people and you have been making like, these uh, connections with these people and it's now like going you're to just summer like camp. it's exactly like going to summer camp. you're making these connections with people and then you leave and you say you're gonna visit, but you don't really know if you're going to you know
1: oh, man. I the, all the the little memes that say it's like. Yeah, man, I'll see you tomorrow night. And it's like last logged in 60 years ago. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, no. It's, was, it's like there was one day, you, neither you knew it, but there was one day that was the last day you would ever speak to each other kind of thing. Yeah, like, oh, no, man. it's,
2: it's a really, really sad. But thankfully, uh, Atlas really likes money. <laughs> uh, so a beautiful thing. There are spinoff games that actually like take place after the events of this. Uh, so literally the first thing I did after I rolled the credits was... I knew in advance that I was not going to want to leave these characters, so I boppy, I boppied, I borrowed a friend of mine's copy of Persona Four Arena, which takes place immediately after that game. What of you, is this? Like, what
1: you meant by fighting games? and Yeah, stuff? yeah.
2: So there's like an actual like 2D fighting game. They're fucking awesome. By and the it's way. and it's basically like not it is DLC,
1: the, but like follow up.
2: It is oh. like the story of it takes place. Uh, I think on a break after you're basically on break for the semester, and you go back to visit
3: your friends. Hmm. Like, a fighting game as in an actual, like...
2: It's a 2D fighting game made by Arc System Works, the Blast Blue people and Kill yep. Care people. Yeah. So,
3: so you guys went from oh. fighting shadows and, like, imaginary things to yeah, beating
2: each other up. Sort of. So, like, essentially... <laughs> it's funny. like friendship the, for you. The, yeah. Mid- the Midnight Channel comes back and you see a shadow version of your party member and you all go in there and, like, things get all fucking scrambled up and you're fighting, like... Uh, you're basically like brain he the shadow like brainwashes your teammates and it makes you fight each other in this like big tournament but it's all presented in this really fucking cool like oh shit we got this cool fucking fighting tournament on right now everybody tune in oh that's fucking cool cool. um (laughs) yeah i really 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 liked it uh but yeah just i immediately fired that shit up just just because I really needed to just spend more time with those characters, and I, I was obviously fucking ecstatic whenever Persona Five came out. But I felt I felt uh, lacked a little bit in that kind of character side. The game was much better, uh, but I felt just the environment I thought was really cool and like very well thought out because it's, it's just fucking Tokyo, and they absolutely nailed the presence of it.
1: But the small town of Tokyo, right? But I. So, actually, mm -hmm. did Persona 4 actually take place in a small town? Does it feel like a small town?
2: Uh, So, it's not a real small town. Right. But, yeah,
1: they they just, like, made
2: up a small town, and it feels just exactly what you would imagine living in a small town is, you know?
1: I guess I just made the assumption that the other Persona games were like 5, where you're just in the city. So, I remember seeing pictures, uh, or, like, screenshots of 5, where you're, like, on the subway, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess in my head I just thought that, Of course when I picture Japan I mm. never picture like Anything rural, rural. Yeah, yeah There's it's like an actual countryside I just imagine like Oh it's Tokyo As far as the eye can see Sure Sure um, Yeah but Like uh, I Completely forgot the point I was trying to make Nope yep, sorry about
2: that
3: That's okay uh, No you were talking in, about Going back to the story Because there's actually yeah, Something yeah, I want yeah, to Yeah talk so about the
2: afterwards. So the story Was really cool And the stuff they did in 5 I thought was Absolutely just awesome There was Some pacing issues But that's also Besides the point But I didn't really feel like there was as much character development. I didn't get attached to these characters as much. I liked a lot of the characters in five, but you don't really get scenes of everybody hanging out together. It's just like, all right, cool. We're meeting up to do Phantom Thief shit. And then it's just, all right, cool. Me as Joker is just going to go hang out with on or whatever. And you don't really get that kind of sense of team camaraderie camaraderie camaraderie. Cause you're a thief. Uh, but they are, it does look like from the stuff that I'm seeing in the persona five, R uh, trailer that they are leaning more into that and i know the like i think one of the guys who was the head guy on golden is working on this which is really great news but yeah i i i really feel like four in my opinion is as far as like emotional impact the best the series has been um even down to like little things where in five the social links like reward you with like in combat buffs and like this person will let you like swap out your party members and that's cool but I felt like I wasn't chasing these characters because I wanted to actually feel like I wanted to know a bit more about them. I was chasing them because I wanted to be able to run if I got surrounded in a fight. And in four, like you only get like the baseline experience buff that is also present in five. But four felt more genuine because you invested that time because you wanted to actually spend time with that character.
3: Yeah, but do you think that way now? Counterpoint. Uh, do you think that way? Because that was your f- four with your first game. So it was like the entire thing was mm-hmm. new to you. So therefore, you were most receptive to it. Once you get around to playing five, you're like, uh, the CJ meme. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Here we go again.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dude, I, I had the same question. I asked myself the same question about uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion mm-hmm. and Skyrim. Because I like Oblivion more. I have very strong feelings about the game. Skyrim is indisputably a better game. In almost every way, but I still like Oblivion more, and I can't—I have trouble pinpointing why. And I wonder how much of that is actually my experience with the game, and how much is like how much how much is the game, and how much is my perception because it was just new to me, right?
2: So, so to answer your question, Lang, I don't know, um, just because I feel like I, I guess if it was my first kind of exposure to the series was Five, uh, which is a lot of people's exposure to the series. For the first time, which is fucking great, five is a great game. do not get me wrong, but i I don't know um I do think like the characters are more realized and kind of well thought out and a lot more complex than four, but i I don't know um I, I i guess I don't have an answer for it because I don't want to like say that I would but because I just honestly don't know
3: you're subconsciously a gen runner, except you are <laughs> gen four right right
2: uh and yeah, I, I,
3: they're good games. The so,
2: problem is, like, 4 Golden is really hard to get a hold of now. Because you right, you've got
1: to well, ha- you lay this out for me. Yes. Okay, uh, logistics-wise. Okay. Now, I'm zooming out here because okay. we started to talk about this in the past, and Thank I was you. like, I, I don't know. So, Persona 1 yes. came out uh, for PlayStation 1. Yes. The other ones came out in some order on some systems. But now we have Pia- Or we have. Well, almost. PS5 did a Persona 5. Uh, we have Persona 5 on the PS4. And 3. And 3. Yes. So then Persona 4 was on the PS3 only.
2: Persona 4 was released in 2008 on the PlayStation 2. Dang. Yeah. It's a PS2 game. Okay. Uh, it's like one of the last PS2 games.
1: Okay. So, so that came out on PS2. So then Persona 3 Golden... also came out on PS2. Okay.
2: Uh, but Persona 4 Golden came out in 2012 on the Vita. Only the Vita. Yes. Okay. Which is why it's hard to play. Yes. So you have uh-huh. to either track down a PlayStation Vita, or you have to find a PlayStation TV. And good fucking luck.
1: D- did they only make those for like two years?
2: They did. They probably didn't even make them for two years. Oh, no. Uh, it's a fucking bummer because I really do want more people to play this game. Like I. I, I was very convinced that my friend Laura would absolutely fucking love this game because she's like, I want a good game with like a cool story and cool characters. I'm just like fucking Persona 4. And I just like let her borrow my Vita for like a year mm-hmm. and she played it and fucking loved it. And then she came over recently and just like our hangout time was just, she would play like Persona 5 for like 3-4 hours at a time and we would just kind of like, I would just watch her and hang out with her and it was just this cool experience. But yeah, it it's a real big bummer that that game is not more accessible. I um, mean, there's, yeah. a,
3: there's a very accessible option well, for
2: everyone. Well, there's not an accessible cheating. legal option.
3: Our <laughs> fiddle DD, <laughs> Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, like, I would love to see this game, like, hey, just fucking port it to the Switch or something like that. You know, I really... Everything I know, needs to come off the Switch.
3: At this point, I mean, did you see that April Fool's joke? <laughs> no, the, oh, the, oh, the, the uh, IGN Direct I, thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. that was good. Uh, oh, Dude, I
1: just saw... I actually thought this was a joke. I just saw this a couple days ago. Did Resident Evil 4 just come yes, out on the Switch? Yeah, it just did. Yeah. That's crazy. They're, okay. uh, they're
2: yeah. completing their quest to port it onto fucking everything. Dude,
1: that's insane. If RE4 can come out on the Switch in 2019, Persona 4 should be able to come out on the Switch
3: in 2019. And that's the weird thing. I mean, like, Capcom is probably more known for that than uh, Atlas. Sure. Would be.
2: Yeah. So the weird thing is so a lot of people recently, there was. Cryptic announcements for whatever the fuck P5R was going to be and whatever the fuck P5S was going to be because that was like kind of going around for a while and a lot of people were just like, oh Persona 5 Royal that we already knew that it was called Royal and a lot of people just assumed, okay cool it's going to be a golden version of Persona 5 which it is and I'm super fucking here for it but a lot of people were like P5S oh shit they're going to put Persona 5 on the Switch oh, which, which would be which would be great it's not that it's a spinoff game because if you kind of look at it just historically. Every single mainline, like Persona game, has only come out on a PlayStation system. The spin offs yeah. get ported out to fucking everything. Except for, like, they put out dancing games also for, like, four, what? which is canon. What? Yeah. The, like, last bit like of. A DDR or? Like, it's a rhythm game uh, where you use, like, the face button, like, the right side of the face buttons and the left side of, like, the D pad. And you basically just play the rhythm game your oh, and your characters are dancing to it's it's like cool remixes uh, of, of the games.
3: games. Yeah, it's totally yeah. like that.
2: Uh, yeah, but
3: <laughs> those, what, a, think,
2: what a strange franchise. Right, and those only ever came out on PlayStation Systems also. But like this new one, this uh, per- uh, Persona 5 Scramble, which is essentially Scramble. Dynasty Warriors with Persona, which I'm extremely Yeah, I'm extremely okay. here what for.
1: What is this?
2: Yeah, no. Uh, Persona Persona runs deep, my dude. <laughs>
1: yes it does. <laughs> Of, so, but that so we is have coming. To, that games. is coming to
2: Switch also. Wait, so, which one? The um, Dynasty Warriors. The Dynasty Warriors one. one yeah. And that one's called Persona Five Scrambles.
1: Scramble. That's yes. an unusual choice of name as well. Okay, so we have Persona Mainline series one yes. to five. Yes. We have the remakes. However many there are across, like uh-huh. the Goldens, right? Yeah. And then we have a rhythm game. Yep, we have a fighting game, a Mushu game. Uh, two fighting games, actually. Two fighting yeah, games. Yeah, so they
2: did a they did Persona 4 Arena, and then they did Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, which is a sequel. <laughs>
1: they do love money.
2: They do, and I will buy anything they make. <laughs> the product's good. <laughs> yeah, Also, So they're the team that made Catherine. Oh uh, yeah, oh, I keep forgetting yeah. it. Yeah, I, they made Catherine at some friend, point in uh, there.
3: I was actually just that was a question I was going to ask because when you said that you were going to fight, uh, you go into like people's like shadows. I was like, is that like the dream sequences in Catherine? It's kind of similar. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of similar.
1: Yeah, our friend uh, Rayshawn, who's on the staff for our fighting game event, uh, he said Catherine is his favorite game of all time. Yeah, and remake's coming out soon.
0: Damn, that's Hyper-Aids.
1: So cool. I mean, it sounds like, you know... Sounds like Atlas really has a good thing going on. Totally. Like it, uh, there's, uh, whenever they announced Persona
2: 5R and S, uh, they do a yearly big fucking like two-day concert of just Persona music, and I try to watch it every year. It's fucking awesome. Like, like a symphony, just like big, a live thing? Uh, it's essentially like a big like pop rock concert.
1: Because would, would you be surprised if Hatsune Miku, or whatever her name is, yeah. made a holographic appearance at that show.
2: I would, just because, like, that's not her music, <laughs> but they have, like, the actual, like, artists who recorded the songs for it, and, like, the dire- the sound director, like, plays in the band, and they just, like, hi- they basically have this house band that just puts on this big fucking stadium show that's fucking awesome. That's pretty cool. Oh, there's also, a uh, there's a DS and 3DS spinoff game for Persona that has a mashup of, uh, there's Persona Q, which is a mashup. Q? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like a I think it's like an and Odyssey* kind of style game. Uh, it's like kind of this like grid-based dungeon crawler, and it's like turn-based combat. Uh, but it's got uh, *Persona 3* and *Persona 4* characters in it, and it's like a mashup. And they're coming out re- uh, very soon, I think this month, with *Persona Q2*. Oh with, my gosh! 3, you're 4. making this up. I am not making this shit up. Uh, three four and five characters plus there was two remakes of three.
1: Oh my okay well, i'm gonna have to shut this <laughs> podcast down there
2: were two remakes of three one of them was only on the psp where you could play as a female main character which is fucking cool and they should do that again atlas please do that again in, in people five games
1: that. you've only played as men yeah i, I wish i was surprised it's not, it's yeah not and surprised.
2: like there's also just this series has a really really unfortunate history with like there's some transphobia and like homophobia but like oh, you in know, like the I've themes yeah it's just not great and it's really disappointing for me who absolutely is super fucking in love with this series and specifically like 4 there's problematic scenes in 4 like going back but it's really disappointing that that is there and it's like just kind of this like blemish on something that i think i hold so highly like yeah. just in regard you know it's uh it sucks but I think it is. I think I'm still like, I, and this just goes for everybody. I feel like it's okay to love things, but also
1: recognize there are problems with them. You know?
3: No, I think that's a dumb thing. There's no way you can. You do have to fanboy twenty four seven. Okay, well, fuck that.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, that sounds awesome. The nice thing is, there's like ninety eight hours of the game that you can use to oh, like totally think about, totally. think about its transgressions. Right, right. Yeah,
2: you've you've got time to realize. Hey, that was kind of fucked up. Maybe don't do that.
1: Maybe don't. You don't know? Do that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's super cool, and that's wild how deep that rabbit hole goes with the spinoffs and the oh, remakes of, of the spinoffs and yeah. the
2: double spinoff remakes. They know what they have, and they're killing it. Like, I bought the fucking Persona 5 soundtrack on vinyl for $100. Wow. I, am, I am that bitch. Really? Like, you like Persona. I do. A whole fucking lot. Man, you should record a podcast about it. Oh, uh, We just did.
3: Wait, we've been recording? Yeah. Surprise, motherfucker! But with the <laughs> hold on with the actual mic, yeah, no, not the computer? laptop
2: one. I'm like 80 <laughs> percent like sure. Ah, so uh, jokes. We'll find out. So, yeah, I mean that's kind of all I got for this one. You guys have any other questions or anything?
3: Um, oh, I was gonna ask. Yeah, yeah. Fatigue. Like there has been so. M- Are they over milking the series? Are they calling an EA slash Activision where you know you you milk it as much as you can? You bring them to the dish, and you shoot them dead. So <laughs> people kind of like felt
2: that way about. All the all of the like extra stuff they did with four, um, like a running joke for a while before they actually like officially announced Persona Five, which was a fucking while ago, by the way. Um, that that was like three or four years ago. Persona Five got announced in like oh boy, Persona Five got announced at the same time like the dancing games did, which were like the last Persona Four games they did. It was like. Maybe 2013. Wow. And they were like, hey, yeah, it's coming out winter 2014, and it finally fucking shipped in, like, America in, like, April of 2016. Oh, no. But, like, 4 came out in 2008, so, like, it had had been a minute. Uh, But, like, people were just like, all right, cool, we kind of get it. Like, yeah, there's, like, Persona 4 characters, and this is cool, and they were, like, branching out to do more different things. But once they, once 5 came out, they just kind of quit doing that. And move focus onto, hey we're putting out five and then they put out a persona five and then a persona three dancing game which did not do very well uh, and then now they're doing this big remake of five so like we're very much like post release of persona five into that like hype spin-off milking cycle that they do and we're probably gonna see persona five projects for a few more years yeah uh, and then maybe work on 6 I don't fucking know like I'm I'm just kind of I'm not gonna wait for it like I'll play it when it comes out because it'll just take too long
1: alright if somebody wanted to play Persona 4 right now yes uh, so that's on PS3 and PS4 so Persona 4 no that was on PS2 Persona 4 the original
2: game is on Playstation 2 good fucking luck finding a copy
1: and the golden one easy to find is only on Vita and PlayStation. It
2: two. was like one of the best-selling. It's like one of the best-selling games on the PlayStation Vita. A lot of people bought Vitas for this game, which is fucking wild. It it's was also like a
3: very low bar to cross. Sure, sure, totally. <laughs> but but was like,
2: really it was like it was like the me. first like killer app that the Vita had, really.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds like a that'd be a very cool game to play on the go, considering it has like that social life experience. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, okay. Which would make
1: it a great game on the Switch. Oh, I absolutely fucking agree with you. Yeah, well, let's. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're waiting for that spinoff. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, you know. but uh, So yeah.
1: so real talk, so if somebody did want to play Persona 4, though, they would either have to have a PS2 yes. or a Vita. Yes, uh, there is also a,
2: kind of a legendary thing. I know you're familiar with Giant Bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a legendary thing that they did whenever they launched their website was they did an endurance run of Persona 4, where it's just Jeff Gristman and Vinny Caravella just playing through all of Persona 4, like the original one. And it's fucking hilarious, but also they play through the entire game. So if you want to at least that's, see it and experience like a year it, of kind content. of, it's like 150 something episodes.
1: Wow, that's. I mean,
2: that's you did an
1: endurance from when like you first Yeah, no, I game, right? Right. I
2: laid on my couch and fucking vegged
1: out for like three weeks. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, okay, so would for people who uh, so I only own a PS4, right? Yep. it's the first Sony system I've ever owned. Mm-hmm. You'd still, I know four is your favorite, but I should check out five. Five's great. Uh, five.
2: The only barrier to the series that I can really see are if you are kind of turned off by like a lot of just over the top Japanese bullshit. Like some people just don't like that in their games, or they like I'm don't sure. really consume like anime style stuff. You know, that can be a turn-off, because this game is Japanese as fuck. Like people call each other like senpai and all of that shit. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> which it's fine, whatever. But uh, there's also these games are just fucking long like Persona 5 5 is 100 hours and it's a console game And like sure I'm going to play Persona 5 R for the whole fucking thing I might platinum the motherfucker because I hate myself
1: well you need to stream it so I can consume it that way because let's 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 not get into that because Atlas is awful when it comes to streaming
2: oh Oh, yeah
1: I heard about
3: that controversy I remember that yeah Uh,
1: yeah, I forgot about that yeah boy that was a fucking mistake okay well uh, man that's a whole conversation well yeah I would love I would genuinely love to watch that game Fuck it. Also, if you want to borrow my Vita, you can. No, no. Okay. I don't. I don't that's fine. If yeah. I convince my girlfriend to play, just, great. Hey, She's not. You just want to borrow my Vita? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> all right. cool. You can't Whatever. even give this thing a It's no, Nice I can't. to know that I just wasted an
2: hour of my fucking life. Cool. Yeah, that's kind of all I really have. Um, but yeah, if, if any of these sound interesting to you, you should check out really any of them. Uh, the music's great. Obviously, the visual style's great. The gameplay's great. But like the experience of playing it and just at least how it left me feeling emotionally like at the credits and through the entire thing, not only really kind of changed like how I, it it really just changed my life in a kind of a cool way. It's like the first game that I felt like actually really resonated with me in a way that kind of steered me in another path for something that I wasn't on. Like I'm way more outgoing now. Like I'm very appreciative to the people who are close to me. And I think that a lot of that, the roots are tied into the fact that I just had this, really just kind of wonderful experience you know
1: yeah uh the question of the night yeah, is um i I hope i frame this right because since i haven't actually played the game i don't know how this works but if you had a persona if you mm. had a shadow mm. or, or a persona mm. what would they be fuck that's hard because i can't answer that because i don't i don't you know i wouldn't so frame it. like So the way it works,
2: I'm just gonna keep going because I've tried to end the show like three times. Yeah, but you're
1: not gonna end the show on my watch. Okay,
2: so I honestly don't Mm -hmm. think I'm gonna be able to give you an answer. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because like whenever I think of the personas, I think of... uh, So in three, like they weren't really kind of like the power of your inner self. Like you like realize your true self and that is your persona and you fight with that power. In three, it was just like... Hey, this kid can use a persona. Like, your party member has a fucking elementary school kid and a fucking dog in it. In what? three. In three. Not even, like, a dog, and there is an elementary school kid who has a spear that is bigger
1: than him. <laughs> oh, jeez. And he, they
2: just use personas. Also, in three, uh, you summon your persona by shooting yourself in the fucking head.
1: Oh, I think I heard about that. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Yeah, I think I heard about yeah. that too. That's something. Yeah,
2: which may be why we haven't seen a re-release of three, because no, maybe high it. schoolers shooting themselves is not something you want to put out right now.
1: No, that's a mystery to everybody. Who uh, knows why it didn't show up. Jesus, but yeah, uh,
2: I don't, I, so like in four, uh, a lot of them are like this kind of Japanese kind of folklore and mythology, and in five, like all of the personas that you and your party members have or start with are like famous thieves throughout history. These, like One of them is like Robin Hood. Like, yours is Arsene, who is the gentleman thief. One of them is like Ishiwaka Goemon. Like, just... It, it's all very, like, thematically tied to what is happening in the game. So, I don't know, is my short answer.
1: Okay, well, yeah. I'm glad you answered that. You're welcome. We should end,
2: this show. We should end the show. I've tried to do it, like, four times. Yes, I'm sorry, not sorry. That's okay. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for sticking around. Uh, do you guys want to plug anything while you're here? You're welcome to. Yeah. okay you can follow me on twitter at the candy man i'll just be the asshole who plugs himself that's fine perfect uh you can follow uh our other show uh, at gamer heroes pod on twitter you can follow our podcast network at heroes podcasts we're also on patreon at patreon.com slash heroes podcasts please give us money so we can get more than a single mic that we're using in a very live room
1: hey hey
2: uh that's gonna be it for me uh so thanks everyone for hanging out and go team go team go team, go team.